How to save $150,000 in runway on this week's Rocket Ship Founder Podcast. Hey there, welcome to the Rocket Ship Founder Podcast, the podcast for business founders working every day to scale their business and turn their biggest visions into reality. I'm Steve August. I am a serial entrepreneur who took his first startup from idea to successful multi-million dollar exit. I've sat in the founder CEO seat and I know the good, the bad, and the ugly of the founder's journey firsthand. Since 2017, I've been coaching other founders, helping them build rocket ship businesses. In this podcast, I'm sharing my hard-won lessons, taking your questions, and supporting you in your biggest challenges in becoming the CEO your company needs. Ready to light this candle? Then let's hit today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Steve August. Great to be with you this week. And this week, I want to talk about something that is actually really pressing right now, given the current funding environment out there, where money has pulled back, the funding environment is tighter, there is going to be a longer time between rounds, there's going to be fewer Series A, fewer rounds in general, and valuations are going to be very much uh, under pressure as well. So this is really an important, important time uh, for this particular topic for any seed stage founder or founding team. And that is how do you extend your runway? And what I want to talk to you uh, about is how do you specifically save at least 150K in runway? And that is so important because as soon as you get your seed round, everything is awesome, but you're also on the clock, right? You have a certain amount of time to demonstrate a level of traction for your business that will set you up either for a series A or put you on the path to a sustainable business. So the clock is ticking and it is something that every seed stage founder sort of realizes that with the money, comes a lot of pressure the, there's a time limit here and every month of runway in seed stage is precious because you need to obviously get your product to the point where it's viable understand where it's going to fit in the market where it can be and get it into position where you can potentially scale it and at the same time coming up to speed on how you run a company how you operate how you hire and lead a team how you drive execution all these things that have to happen in during the seed stage. And I think it's one of the, if not the most challenging stage for any founding team. And what I want to talk about today is like, okay, how can we make the most of it? How can we extend our runway? And I've been through this journey, right? And I, as a founder, made a number of costly mistakes that really put us in a a tough position, you know, in terms of like, hey, we just lost not only uh, a bunch of runway, but we've lost some momentum for having to to go through the mistakes. And what really hurts is avoidable mistakes that ultimately dent your runway and blunt your momentum. And as a coach, after finally getting through to the other side, getting through to my exit, and now coaching founders, especially focused on seed stage founders, I see a lot of the same mistakes again and again. And so what I really want to do is focus on how can we avoid these most common mistakes. And it's challenging because if you've never done this before, 
you don't necessarily see these pitfalls. But sometimes in life and business, our best chance of success is just avoiding as many of the most avoidable mistakes as we can. Believe me, there's going to be other ones you, you just simply can't avoid uh, whenever you try to do something new. So here are the things that I'm going to talk about. One, I want to talk about what, what's the, the biggest way or the, the most the biggest way to save 150K of runway. My framing for seed stage that will help you make better decisions about where you're spending your time, money, how you're looking at your team and all that. And then a few things that you should definitely not be spending money on during seed stage. So, okay, let's let's actually go to that, that second one first. Uh, kind of funny. I'll do the second one first. And that is, how do you frame seed stage? How do you really understand where you're at so that you can like have a framework for better decision making? And the way I look at it now, after all this time, is I think of this journey as a three-part journey. There's the find it stage, there's the nail it stage, and then there's the scale it stage. And so find it stage is all about, do you have an idea or something or a product that anybody will buy at least once? And if you got to a seed round of a million, two million or more, you definitely found something. What happens is that gets confused for nailing it. So second stage is nail it. And that means that you can do this, you can sell this, you can get customers, you can get traction repeatably and sustainably, right? That's when you know you've nailed it, is like you can you can make it happen. And what happens a lot of times in seed stage is we think from our early wins that we've actually nailed it. Well, we've only just found it a few times and it's really not ready to scale. And we're gonna come back to that. And then the, the final stage is scale it, right? So once you've nailed it, now you can throw a lot of resource at it to, to scale it. And so when you think of it that way, find it, nail it, scale it, and you know it's seed round, you're either at some sort of late find it or early nail it stage, that it helps you think about what you're spending money on. Because a lot of advice that comes out there uh, doesn't always apply to seed stage. So there's a lot of scale it stage advice that, that comes through when you're not really ready for that. Now I'll give you a great example from my own history. I had, uh, when I got our seed round, one of our, our advisors said, okay, now you're ready to go sell. So you should hire a VP of sales. So I said, okay, I didn't know any better. I was first time founder. So I went out and, and, and found a VP of sales and VP of sales can be very expensive. The thing about VP of sales and the thing about sales at this find it and nail it, early nail it stage, is that VPs of sales are good at scaling something that's figured out. They are not great at figuring out what it is that needs to be sold. In my experience, sales at this find it and nail it, this seed stage, is founder driven, founder led. And bringing in an expensive sales resource at this point is going to be costly. And I've seen lots of people do it, and it generally doesn't go well. It didn't for me. So we ended up having to part ways. It just wasn't working. And I don't blame this person. I blame kind of myself for not knowing better and not really understanding where we were. So, But that cost a ton of money, right, in terms of percentage of our runway and lost momentum and, and distraction 
and just the the hit to morale, right? So that is like the number one biggest way to save at least 150k of runway is just know who you should be hiring and who you shouldn't be hiring at this stage. So anybody who is, you know, really geared towards a more scale at stage where things have been figured out and you're just pouring gas on the fire and you need somebody to scale up a sales team or scale up a marketing team, they are likely not great hires at this stage. It doesn't matter what their resume looks like. It doesn't matter what amazing logos they have on their resume. If they're a later stage person, they're not going to mesh well. And so that is like one of the biggest things, right, is understanding that and find it and nail it stage. There's a certain way to look at who belongs in the company and who doesn't. And generally, it's not going to be the most expensive talent, depending on, especially on the sales marketing side, it could be on, you know, you need to spend some on like a really good, you know, your tech team or whatever, but you have to be judicious about it, right? Hiring the wrong, even a, a brilliant tech person who isn't the right fit for this stage will end up costing you. And that is like the biggest way. So I was just talking with a founder who had hired a, uh, an expensive BD resource, business development resource, an expensive product person, an expensive lead engineer or head of Eng, and all of them churned in you know several, several months. And that is an immense amount of loss of runway and momentum. And so if you can just even save on one hire that you shouldn't have made, avoid one hire of somebody who doesn't fit, that is that will save you 150K in um, runway and lost momentum. So if we take go back to this framing of find it and nail it, find it, nail it, scale it is the three phases. And we know we're either in later find it or early nail it then the way to look at things is like who should be here what should we be doing and what are the what are the things and how should we be doing them so one of the things that i see people spend a lot of money on so and that they shouldn't be spending on right now is really expensive software or SaaS tools when they haven't nailed down exactly how they're they're doing things how they're selling uh is a great example is like people go and, and they go and buy salesforce and it's like you know, Salesforce can be really amazing, but it's really, really expensive. And at, at seed stage, you don't need it yet. You probably don't have the customer base or the sales team where you need it. You can get away with pipe drive or some some of the lower cost ones, and you can migrate. But you really need to like think stage appropriately. What's going to be appropriate for this stage? And that goes to systems. It goes to how you do things. Like you don't need to do it to the scale of you know what you read about like in a netflix or a facebook like if you're going to read about stuff read about the early stage like that's what like one of the biggest mistakes is like thinking i don't know, oh this company's doing it so well and they're i want to do it just like them but really pay attention to what stage they're at right now because if they're at like a much more mature stage then it's likely not going to be a fit for you like go back if you're interested in what they did like go back to their early history and see what they were doing you know when jeff bezos was just in, in an office someplace and he was just just another one of a, a handful of or a basket full of internet startups and look what they look they did at that point because 
this is where you need to be as lean as possible. This is where you have to be focused on exactly what needs to happen, right? And that is, can you get the traction you need? Can you find that product market fit? Can you get to that, your, your customers to that, where have you been all my life moment? So can you feel that pull instead of the push of getting things into people's hands? And it's not easy, right? It's not easy under the best of circumstances, but that's that's the whole game at this stage. So everything that you can do to avoid kind of these kind of more, what I would just say common pitfalls that I've seen over and over again, the more you can extend your runway and give yourself your best chance to succeed. So that's the biggest thing. So just to recap, biggest way to save 150K of runway is to avoid uh, bad hires. The, um, the next, and in order to do that, you need to be able to know exactly where you are. So framing everything exactly about, you know, whether you're in find it, whether you're in nail it or whether you're in scale it, and you're not going to be in scale it at seed stage, you're going to be at find it and nail it. And then really indexing to that. Don't spend things on on things that are really geared towards a bigger organization, towards things that need to be done later, towards things that are going to need to scale at some point. You can get there eventually, but right now it's not about that. It's about finding it and nailing it. And so keeping your systems lean, keeping your team lean, and essentially driving towards that goal of finding the, the traction, getting the product market fit, building the right team for this stage will serve you really well. So I hope this is helpful. I've seen this, these mistakes over and over again, and I am in the process of creating a new program that's coming soon. I'm going to tease it here. It's called the Seed Stage MBA, and it's specifically designed for Seed Stage founders and founding teams to give you the exact knowledge and skills you need at this stage, at Seed Stage. So stay tuned for more information on that coming. You'll be hearing about it a lot over the coming weeks. And until next week, I will see you soon. That's it for this episode of the Rocket Ship Founder Podcast. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question or issue you'd like support on? Then write to me at steve at steveaugustcoaching.com and I'll include it into one of my upcoming episodes. And if you're a founder working to scale your business, be sure to follow me on LinkedIn and visit my site steveaugustcoaching.com for more insights. See you soon.